Hi, everybody. Welcome to Weather Jazz, a world audience podcast about anything and everything weather and everything in between, including science, earth science, and even some off-topic things from time to time. This is episode number two in the new revamped genre of things, and this is for Thursday, September 13th, 2018. Glad you're here tonight. Uh, we got a bunch of things to talk about. Uh, we've got a hurricane out there. We have uh, Hurricane Florence, which right now has uh, been uh, pushed back to a Category 2, uh, which is a whole lot better than a Category 4. Uh, absolutely. So it has lost a little bit of energy, but it is still a powerful hurricane. Uh, it has maximum winds, sustained winds, near the center of 100 miles per hour. Uh, and for those of you that uh, use hurricane tracking charts, do you remember those things? Uh, some people still use them. I still remember as a uh, as a youngster, teenager, uh, living along the East Coast, uh, having a hurricane tracking chart, a new one every year, was something that uh, all of the television stations at the time did. This was back in the 1970s. And uh, so I remember getting my official hurricane tracking chart from uh, uh, from different stations, and I would uh, start marking them up with the hurricanes and getting the positions. And so those of you that like to do that kind of thing, even though it's all on the Internet, uh, it's still kind of fun to do with a youngster who is interested in meteorology. Maybe they're, they're taking an interest in, in uh, hurricanes. Uh, and as a mother and a father, you might want to get a hurricane tracking chart or just any map that has latitude and longitude information in or on the ocean uh, where you can easily plot things. And it's a it's kind of a good way to learn about the Latlon system of the Earth anyway. Okay, here, uh, this is the current uh, center location as of 5 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time for Hurricane Florence. It is located at 33.7 north, 76.2 west. Now, its forward movement has slowed a little bit, and that's what makes this system um, rather dangerous. Uh, now, all hurricanes, as they move close to land, are dangerous. Let's, let's just get that out of the way. Uh, but there are certain nuances of uh, storm movement, etc., that may elevate... Uh, the risk of damage, and one of them is the slowing down of hurricanes as they approach the shoreline. Why? Because instead of 70 mile an hour or 80 or 90 mile an hour winds for two or three or four hours, you're getting them for 24 or even 36 hours, dependent upon uh, where exactly it is. This thing is going to slow down as it approaches Wilmington, probably making landfall near Wilmington, and then drifting inland just a little bit and starting to move west-southwest down toward Myrtle Beach before it starts to recurve to the west and then eventually to the northwest. Uh, the latest hurricane plot or the National Forecast or National Hurricane Center uh, forecast uh, has it on Sunday afternoon as a depression uh, near uh, Greenville, Spartanburg, South Carolina, near uh, essentially just south of Charlotte. And then by uh, 2 p.m. Monday, uh, along the Kentucky-West Virginia border, 
And uh, then by 2 p.m. Tuesday, it uh, looks like it's uh, near Syracuse, New York, as a depression. And by then, uh, a lot of the moisture will have been wrung out. But uh, there will probably still be some pretty decent rains as it pulls up into the Appalachians. Appalachians will act like a hand in squeezing out that moisture as it works up the Appalachians. So by the time it gets up into New York, yep, there'll probably be some showers, but nowhere near the volume of rain that will get squeezed out in North Carolina, South Carolina, uh, eastern Tennessee, uh, and uh, perhaps western Virginia. Um, West Virginia uh, might see some decent rainfalls, but by then uh, some of the moisture, uh, hopefully, will get uh, squeezed out. Uh, So there you have the latest on uh, Hurricane Florence. Uh, Let me change gears just a little bit, and let me pull up some information. I'm looking at my computer here because I noticed that today, today is uh, an interesting day in Cleveland meteorological history because uh, the normal high is 75, the normal low is 57. And notice that those numbers are transposed. Now, um, When I first saw that on the calendar, I thought, oh, this is interesting. So I literally went through the calendar of the highs and lows, the normal highs and lows for Cleveland, searching for the highs and the lows that were transposed and counting how many there were. And uh, there's more than just one, and obviously today, September 13th, is one of them. 75 the high. You flip those numbers and it becomes 57 the average low. That's also for September 14th, Friday. So we have two days in a row. So there's two. Uh, Looking forward, there's one more in October, uh, middle of October, October 12th. The normal high on October 12th, 64. So obviously you know what the normal low is going to be. You flip those around, it's 46. There's one more. Uh, set or one more pair and that occurs on March 31st and April the 1st when the normal daytime high is 53 and you know that you flip those around and you get the normal nighttime low of 35. So um, you have five of these in the calendar year for Cleveland Hopkins Airport. Just some fun with numbers. Doesn't mean anything Uh, but it is uh, kind of fun to note that um, Uh, This is uh, September 13th, and we are uh, seeing one of five days in our calendar year that the highs and the lows can be transposed, the normal highs and lows. So there you have it. Um, Is there anything else going on? Well, we've had a mix of clouds and sunshine today, just like yesterday, and uh, the two battling it out. Uh, The fog Admittedly, a bit of a surprise to me. I didn't really realize it because by the time I woke up, that fog had lifted to a high stratus deck. Um, But earlier this morning, there was some fog. So we added that into the forecast uh, for tonight because not much has changed, really. There's uh, Hurricanes have a way to do this. Uh, And what I mean by uh, doing this is the following. Whenever there's a hurricane in the western Atlantic, especially a strong one, and especially one that is approaching the east coast of the United States, it's like a 900-pound gorilla has entered into the room. And uh, 
basically when a 900-pound gorilla enters a room unexpectedly, everybody else who's in the room just kind of looks at it and stops dead in their tracks and doesn't go anywhere for good reason. You let the 900-pound gorilla go where it wants to go, and preferably it's out of the room. Uh, so same thing with hurricanes. Uh, it's, it's an interesting dynamic. It almost puts pressure on the winds aloft, and as these storms, hurricanes, approach the East Coast, everything in the United States basically, as a rule of thumb, will get kind of bottlenecked and just, just stop. Wherever, wherever it is, if it's cold in the northwest and warm in the east, that pattern will hold. Uh, if it's vice versa, that pattern will hold until the hurricane uh, gets out of the way or dissipates or basically moves along. Uh, that won't happen until Tuesday or Wednesday of next week. So we can anticipate kind of a warm and humid atmosphere here in the greater Cleveland area with very little change in the overall atmospheric makeup, and that would be uh, during the day there's a mid-level deck of moisture at about ten to 12,000 feet, and there's dry air on top, dry air on the bottom, and uh, the two duke it out. So uh, it does provide for some very interesting uh, photographic-type things uh, out in the atmosphere. If you love to photograph clouds, this is the kind of weather pattern you want to do that. Kind of keep an eye on the clouds. Keep your camera handy uh, because uh, we can get some really, really pretty, pretty shots. So if you have a favorite uh, location uh, that you love to take a picture and you need that extra texture in the sky, well, this is the time to go back to that location and snap a few pictures uh, with that very textured sky because we'll probably see that here on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday as well. If we see any moisture, by the way, from Florence, that will be on uh, Monday and or Tuesday. And at this point, I'm not expecting a whole lot of influence. Uh, I think there'll be some. There'll be some scattered showers in the mix at the very least. But I don't think it's going to be the kind of uh, voluminous rain that uh, will get squeezed out uh, well to our south. Uh, I've got one more bit of um, Fun news to share. I was just on the phone with my brother. My brother's name is Denny, but it's not spelled D-E-N-N-Y. Some of you are fully familiar with my brother's website, DennyBerninger.com. It's D-E-N-I-E-B-E-R-N-I-E-R.com. Again, that's DennyBernier, D-E-N-I-E-Bernier.com. And uh, my brother is a uh, ultrasound technician for Brigham and Women's Hospital in Boston. Been there for almost 20 years, and he's the top guy there. But um, my brother and I and, and my uh, surviving sister, I have one other sister who uh, went home to be with the Lord uh, now, I think it's five years or so. Uh, but we have uh, the three of us remaining. We, we were once four, but we have three, and we came from a culinary family. <clears throat> my uh, my mother and father uh, ran a diner. Uh, my grandmother on my mother's side was the head chef at the Chateau Frontenac in Quebec City in 1900. And in 1900, uh, having a female head chef was almost unheard of. 
And uh, so that's how good she was. I still remember her, and I still remember uh, she lived until I was nine years old. But I just remember walking into her house, and it's always smelling great. She was always cooking something, and she was just a great chef, a great cook. Um, and my Uncle Gene, uh, one of her sons, my mother's brother, who is my Uncle Gene, ran a five-star French restaurant in Hyannis, Massachusetts on Cape Cod. All of the Hollywood stars would go there uh, for their meals um, because my, my uncle was a phenomenal cook. Um, and uh, so the restaurant's name was Mary Jean's. It's now called something else. Uh, it's under uh, different ownership, and it became a different kind of restaurant. But it was certainly well-known in its day, back in the 1970s and 1980s. So I, I'm in a culinary family, and uh, so we all love to cook. I love to cook in the weekends uh, very, very frequently. I will uh, be in the kitchen I'll kick Sally out of the kitchen, which she is only too happy to relinquish uh, because cooking is not a passion for her. It's it's a duty. It's a job. It's just something that, you know, she has to do because our bodies need to be fed. But for me, it's an art form. Uh, Being the Epicurean that I am, coming from a family that was very steeped in the culinary arts, Um, that's, uh, obviously not what I do for a living. What I do for a living is meteorology. I've had that passion since I was uh, two or three years old, but I also at least have an interest in cooking and it's a good outlet for me. To me, it's an outlet, a creative outlet. I kick Sally out of the kitchen and, and she's only happy to say, have at it, go for it. Uh, so my brother does the same thing, and he has a culinary website. Now, he, he's, a, he's in the medical field professionally, but he loves cooking. If you've ever seen any of his uh, videos, they're great. In fact, uh, he's even done some videos for us here at Fox 8 in Cleveland for the 5 p.m. show, these little 30-second uh, quick uh, how-to-do-a-soup or quick um, little menu item. We've had some fun with that over the years. Well, apparently somebody at the hospital uh, that he works uh, at uh, in Boston, somebody tipped off the folks at MasterChef. And it's a program which I love. I I really enjoy watching it. Um, In fact, they're down to the final four now and heading to the uh, finals, I believe, next week. Uh, I'm still not caught up because I DVR'd it. uh, So don't tell me what happens, folks. I'm going to get caught up later tonight. Um, so somebody uh, called them up because they they uh, are looking for people for the next round. And one of the cities that they will be visiting will be Boston. And uh, so out of the blue yesterday, my brother gets a phone call from the producers of MasterChef. They apparently looked at his website. They saw his videos. And they said, we want you to come in and audition um, in front of our producers um, and they gave him a time, and uh, the location, I think, is the Crown Plaza Hotel in Boston, and it's on Saturday. And so he's all excited that uh, um, he's just going to go in there and make—he he told me what he was going to make, um, something seafood-oriented, because it's what we do if you're along the East Coast. Seafood is plentiful and, and very good, and there are a lot of things that we can get at a reasonable price that 
you can't get in a lot of places. Uh, a good example is scallops. Uh, you can get the, the, the giant uh, dry, dry-aged scallops from uh, George's Bank uh, for, I don't know, $8 a pound. And here in Cleveland, you're lucky to get them for $20 a pound on sale. So he's going to do something in uh, in a uh, on a seafood slant, but it's going to be a fusion mix, um, and maybe we'll have him on the show and and he can explain what he did. Um, so he's going to do this um, at their invitation before the open auditions uh, start. So he's got a certain time slot. He's got to be there and prepare this meal for the judges. And uh, so we're all excited. I don't know if they'll pick him, but I think he'd be great. He's got just a ton of personality, if you've ever seen his videos on uh, on DennyBernier.com. I'll keep you posted right here on Weather Jazz. That's uh, just one of those fun little outlets um, that uh, off-topic things, in other words, off the topic of weather and meteorology and science uh, that I'll occasionally do from time to time, uh, just because it's fun. And so we're all excited as a family. Please uh, keep my brother Denny in your prayers, and I will let you know how things go um, maybe a little bit later on as, uh, uh, as he goes there. He'll, he'll be snapping some pictures, by the way. His uh, fiance uh, will be doing that, and uh, we'll be going with him. And I can't wait to see what uh, the setup looks like because uh, I'm sure that um, the open... Um, the open auditions call has a series of layers, kind of like uh, all those other uh, TV shows that that have occurred, like uh, The Voice and all of the others that have uh, uh, started American Idol. They they have layers and layers and layers before you even get to the judges. Uh, but uh, no, the judges called him and and they said, uh, "We have you slotted. Your time is this." Uh, come prepared, show us a signature meal or a signature dish, uh, and we want you to present it to us. Uh, So we're all excited about that. We'll let you know how things go. In the meantime, stay safe, everybody. Um, Weather will be very quiet here, perhaps some showers Monday, Tuesday, and uh, obviously uh, we're praying for the uh, folks along the southeastern shoreline, and we'll continue to monitor that as we go along. Hope you're enjoying this uh, new free form of of weather jazz, um, and uh, we'll be doing these these a lot more frequently uh, as topics come up, and uh, we might even have some guests uh, from time to time using the new platform that I'm using, which is Anchor FM. You'll hear a little plug for them right at the end of this broadcast. So uh, stick with me here. You'll hear the music out. And uh, then you'll hear uh, this uh, little uh, plug about Anchor FM. So if you've ever been interested in starting a podcast, uh, this is the way to go. Uh, It really is. Um, And for a seasoned podcaster, which I am, it's great. And for anybody who's just getting started and has never done a podcast before, it's an excellent platform from what I can tell and from what I've been able to uh, to see so far. Hope you're enjoying things. Uh, episode 2 wrapping up here. We'll uh, go to episode 3 here pretty soon. Maybe even tomorrow. Maybe this weekend. Who knows? But they will come a lot faster. So uh, make sure that uh, whatever 
podcast platform you are using that you subscribe because uh, they'll automatically populate your smartphone or tablet as they come in. Have a wonderful Thursday, everybody. Stay safe, and we'll see you next time right here on Weather Jazz.